Next on News for the Soul, Living Naturally with Michaela. Michaela Jones is an integrative holistic health specialist who blends traditional naturopathy, homeopathy, nutrition, emotional release, and energetic work for health and wellness of the body, mind, and soul. Michaela is a doctor of naturopathy and a board-certified holistic health practitioner with over 25 years of experience. As a naturopath, medical intuitive, and energy healer, she helps her clients connect the dots between the physical, emotional, and energetic root causes of health issues. Please welcome Michaela back to News for the Soul. Welcome to a new show of Living Naturally with Michaela. I'm Michaela Jones, MD, naturopath, energy healer, and integrative holistic health specialist with Living Naturally for Life. Today we'll be talking about unlocking unlimited abundance. You know that I constantly preach about whole health being a balance of body, mind, and soul. Well, abundance, or the lack thereof, can be a huge block for many. Abundance is not just about finances. It can also be about life, health, relationships, love, and more. That being said, though, this is the time of year when people start looking at their life and wanting to make changes to achieve more financial abundance in particular. So this is a good time to talk about this topic. My guest today is Elaine Starling, the Abundance Ambassador. She's going to give us some insight on manifesting the abundance that we desire. Before I bring her on, let me tell you a little about her. Elaine Starling, known as the Abundance Ambassador, is a renowned international speaker, TEDx presenter, host of the Abundance Journeys podcast and video show, and the international best-selling author of Five Steps to Activate Your Abundance. Elaine's spiritual awakening led her to empower individuals seeking spiritual enlightenment to cultivate a profound connection with the divine, enabling them to manifest the financial abundance they desire. Through her transformative Activate Abundance process and the Abundance Journey map that combine proven business strategies and personal development and spiritual insights, Elaine guides fellow spiritual travelers to unlock unlimited abundance, and realize their dreams. Welcome, Elaine. I'm so happy to have you here today. I am delighted to be here with you. Awesome, awesome. So this is going to be a great show. I just feel it. I'm so happy that I finally got you on. You know, we have been talking about having you on for a while now, so I'm glad we were finally able to make that happen. You are wealth of information, and I know that my listeners will just and love what you have to offer. So let's just jump right in. So you had a profound spiritual awakening. So tell me about that. What happened? Yeah, it was really interesting. I was actually on vacation in New Zealand, and on New Year's Day 2005, I was blessed to have a stroke. I always say blessed because during my stroke, I got to have a conversation with our higher power, and I got a complete download about how everything works why we're alive, how we can live our best lives, and what happens next 
after this life. I always tell people, don't worry about that part. It's actually a graduation. It's not an ending. And truly, the divine wants you to focus on the here and now and what you're experiencing in your life right now. Because you deserve to enjoy every single type of abundance that's available to you. That's why I'm so passionate about helping people understand what abundance really is and how you can access it all the time. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, you know, I love that you say blessed because sometimes, you know, when we have health challenges, we tend to focus on the negative, but in reality, generally, it's a time to help us refocus and change our trajectory in life. And and usually, if we look at it that way, it turns out to be something more positive. So I love that you use that phrasing, and you saw it more as a blessing than something negative. So that's great. So, you know, you... Um, how did you become the Abundance Ambassador? I'm curious about that. So how did you become the Abundance Ambassador? You know, that was a really interesting experience, too, because before my stroke, I, I felt there was some spirituality, but I, I didn't feel super connected to my spirituality, if you will. And then after my stroke, it was like I went from not wooing at all to suddenly being immersed in this woo-woo space. And I, I get divine downloads all the time, and I'm, I'm divinely guided all the time. And it was kind of like radio silence to all of a sudden the loudspeakers going all the time. And um, it, it was very interesting because I realized how much I didn't understand about what was really going on. And, you know, you're born into this amazing life, but it doesn't come with a guidebook. Nobody ever <laughs> sat you down and said, look, here's what's really happening. Here's what's going on. Here's why things happen the way they do. And here's what you can do to shift everything. And when I came out of a stroke, zero damage, I, I was completely fine. It was just like taking a nap and then waking up from a nap. But um, when I came out of the stroke, I got this message that I had to get back and get busy and share what I had learned with other people, that this was not something I could keep secret, that I really needed to be able to explain how things work clearly and succinctly for others. It was a different kind of experience for me. During my stroke, I would think a question, and all of a sudden the answer was there in my body, 360 degrees, you know, past, present, future, all the resources, all the images, all the, all the colors. I always describe it as kind of like swallowing Google whole. <laughs> you know? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was really overwhelming. And so I needed some time to figure out how do I express what this abundance thing is and how you can access it. And I love the term ambassador. Because when I looked at what does an ambassador do, they open the doors. They introduce you to a new culture. They explain the mores and the traditions and how you can get the most out of the relationship. And I thought, wow, that's really who I want to be. And so I was guided into this space to become the abundance ambassador and share abundance of all forms with people. Awesome, awesome. So abundance is one of those words that, you know, a lot of people use, but they don't necessarily really understand what abundance means. They always just kind of like, 
you know, contributed to financial abundance. And that was one one reason why I started this by saying abundance isn't always about finances, although sometimes it is. Curious, what does abundance mean to you? That is such a good question. It's one of the questions that I ask every single guest on my show because I've never had two people define abundance exactly the same way. And it's really interesting because if you look at the definition in dictionary.com of what is abundance, the answer is more than enough. More than enough is the technical definition of abundance. In reality, it's when you feel more than enough. And I call this, yeah, baby, energy. It's when you show up and you're just full of excitement and delight and wonder and curiosity. You don't know what's going to happen, and you don't care. It's going to be great <laughs> no matter what it is because you can roll with it. You know, you, you trust yourself. You trust your intuition and that you're guided, and the perfect things are going to show up perfectly for you. There is this deep inner knowing that every single moment is designed to be a blessing for you. I have a little story that I'd love to share with you about that. Please do, um, yes. Yeah, so I was uh, driving my husband's truck, and I'm not super comfortable driving it because it's a very large vehicle, and I'm used to a smaller vehicle. And I was in a parking lot, and I was trying to back very carefully out of this parking place. <laughs> uh, spatial awareness is a little bit of an issue for me. So I'm just creeping out of this parking space, and out of the corner of my eye, I see somebody flying super fast through this parking lot. And I'm thinking, wow, that is really dangerous. And all of a sudden, I heard a honk. And, oh, my gosh, that was the biggest trigger for me. I had been in kind of a good mood, and all of a sudden, I was in a really, really bad mood. I didn't look to see if anybody was even honking at me. I just assumed they were, and I didn't want to look. But in my mind, I was saying all kinds of nasty things about this person's ancestry and intelligence, and, you know, I'm just like, going off. And the divine kind of taps me on the shoulder and goes, wait a minute. Everything is designed to be a blessing for you. I'm like, but that guy's such a jerk. Blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. No, everything is designed to be a blessing for you. And right now, you're making up a story that doesn't sound like a blessing. What would sound like a blessing? And I resisted at first, but finally, I capitulated. I was like, okay, well, you know, maybe I was about to hit something. So somebody didn't have time to put their car in park and jump out and run around, knock on my window and get me to stop if they had to honk. And it avoided an accident and a lot of expense. And so, you know. That could, that could be a good reason to honk at somebody. Or maybe they could tell that I was actually far enough out of the parking space and I could get out. So it was kind of like a, you got this, honey. And sure enough, I was. I had to really crank on the wheel. I was still anxious about it, but I made it out of the parking space. So maybe it was a, you got this kind of a honk. And suddenly, okay. the real message hit me. I'm the one who lets the blessing in. Or not. It's entirely my choice. You can be as loving as you want to to me. You can rave about me. You can praise me all up one side and down the other. If I don't let it in, I will never experience it. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. That's that's amazing. That's, you know... 
I often, with my clients, I'm often, you know, helping them try to reframe things. And so I love that that's like a total reframe of, you know, of what we would normally think. You know, it's like, oh, no, we're the gatekeepers of our own blessings. We let them in. Or, oh, yeah. So I love that. I love that. And I love that, you know, your, your definition of abundance when you are more than enough. I love yes. that. So that's awesome. That's awesome. So, and the ironic thing is you always are more than enough. You're the only one who doesn't think you are. And exactly, so exactly. when you can shift yeah. that perspective and decide that you are more than enough and show up, and that's not an egotistical thing. It's not a, oh, look at me, aren't I great? It's a confidence, self-confidence, self-esteem, mm-hmm. self-love space. Yes, yes. And many people, when they're struggling, it has more to do with what they believe about themselves than anything else. <laughs> Always. So, you know, yeah. This, yeah, it's it's like what they think is reality is not really the truth. It's They are blinded by what they feel and what they see about themselves and their lives. So, you know, helping them be able to shift that can make a huge change in them. So, you know, so which brings us to the next next question. Why is it important for people to understand how they create the abundance that they want? I mean, a lot of people think abundance is just kind of thrust upon them or is just something that, oh, you know, you know, manifesting is one of the, the, the words you hear a lot. And so a lot of people think of it as more as passive. It's like, I just sit here and I just think about it and it's going to come to me. But, you know, with this, you're like, it, they have to create it, which means action. So why is it important for people to understand that they create the abundance that they want? You know, I'm actually going to share another story with you that I think will be a good introduction into this whole conversation um, because it is so powerful. A few months ago, I was in the kitchen doing some dishes, and I was just kind of musing over why is it sometimes – it takes us a little longer to create what we're working on. And all of a sudden, I felt and heard this really loud, forceful voice in my body. And it said, when you deny your power, your power is denied to you. When you acknowledge wow. your power, your power is shown to you. You are more powerful than you can imagine. And just a few weeks after that, I got this message, it's time to take the training wheels off. See, a lot of people think, well, I'm just this lowly ant down here crawling around on the ground not knowing what's happening, and, you know, the divine is this big entity up in the clouds, and, you know, periodically they look, no, 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 no. You are in partnership with the divine, walking side by side. In fact, You are the physical embodiment of the divine. One of the key messages that I got um, during my stroke is everything is love. Absolutely everything is love. So how do you expand love, expand the divine, when everything is already love? Well, you create human beings who don't perceive everything to be love. We get to experience contrast, the difference between what is wanted and what is not wanted, and that friction is there to push, cajole, urge, encourage us Mm. to choose love, 
to step into love in spite of it being unknown, in spite of it being a little unnerving, that love is all there is, that love is there for us. It's just like I'm the only one who can let blessings in for me. I'm the only one who can let love in for me. So knowing just how powerful you are, that you are creating everything you want to experience in your life and everything is designed to be a blessing for you, that is so freeing. Mm. Oh, yes. I got chills listening to that. Oh, gosh. (laughs) All right. So what, from your experience, is the biggest roadblock people have to getting the abundance they want? They have a lot of perceived ideas about exactly what abundance is, and they have a super strict timeline. Um, Usually people are like, hey, show me the money, and yesterday would be really good. And um, by the way, once I have lots of money coming in, then my reputation's going to be made. Everybody's going to know who I am. They're going to line around the block, and I'll just take orders as fast as I can. And, you know, once my reputation is solid, I'll have relationships with people I've admired for years. You know, Oprah, BFFs, I've got her on speed dial. And then you really push them. You know, what else do you want? What else would be brilliant? What else would you really enjoy? And they finally, finally step back and say, you know, I'd really like to just be myself and use my gifts and create this incredibly rewarding experience for myself and for everyone that I'm in contact with. That would be really cool, but I have to earn it first. And everybody has that backwards because you are such a gift. You are such a blessing. And what is most needed is for you to show up authentically and true exactly as you are. Because all those things you think are horrible faults, no, no, no. They are blessings here to help you be unique and different and help us shine our lights. So show up as your unique, amazing, original self. That creates an incredibly rewarding experience. And guess what? People want a relationship with you because you create this amazing, rewarding experience. Now, you control your standards, but you don't control your reputation. Your relationships will tell the rest of the world who you are being for them. And when you're creating that rewarding experience and honoring the relationships that show up for you, and the perfect people are always showing up for you, and your reputation is starting to build, the revenue is an unavoidable byproduct. You can't escape it. It follows you because of who you're willing to be in the moment. Amazing, amazing. So what is one thing you feel um, that people can do to, to overcome this roadblock? Well, the very first thing is to get into gratitude. That is the acorn to your oak tree of abundance. Gratitude is truly the beginning of everything that you want to experience in your life, whether it's love or money or opportunities or relationships, anything you want, it starts with gratitude. So I always encourage my clients, sink deep into what are all the things that you could be grateful for in this moment, with this experience, with this person, in this conversation, What could you enjoy and appreciate about this right now? And when you sink into that perspective and you view every interaction like there's something here for me that I could be grateful for, 
there's so much more that you get to be grateful for. It just it, it compounds much more rapidly yeah. than you could ever imagine. Right. So be grateful for what you already have and then, you know, have be in that place of gratitude and then other things will also kind of flow to you. And then you'll be, you know, start to become more aware of what you already have as well, which, yes. you know, in itself is abundance as well. So, yeah. So right. I get right. that. I get that. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, gratitude is actually one of the, the best things that a person can do for themselves because when you start, you know, counting your blessings and start being grateful for what you already have, you also start to realize things aren't as bad as you think they are, and it starts that mind shift. So, yeah, I totally get mm-hmm. that. So, mm-hmm. It's right. actually step one in my five-step process that I share in my new book, Five Steps to Activate Your Abundance. Because gratitude is that foundational. And, yeah, it it makes all the difference. It's the beginning of everything you want. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I actually had notes on here to talk to you about your book. So, you know, since you brought it up, (laughs) let's just jump forward. Let's just jump forward a little bit, you know. Um, so let's talk about your book, you know, Five Steps to Activate Your Abundance. I love that name. So let's start with why did you decide to write that book? You know, this is the culmination of a lot of different things. I have my coaching program that I do, and I've got training that I offer, and I wanted to be able to reach the masses with this information. And so the book is divided into three different sections. The first section is all about my conversation with the divine during my stroke and what that whole near-death experience was like for me because people ask me about that all the time. And then the second part of the book is a lot of the messages that I've received over the years from the divine about how everything works and how we're designed to thrive in this lifetime because I want people to understand you're here to thrive. This is, it's not abnormal to thrive. That's the norm. <laughs> right. You know, so, so here's how the, da- the deck is stacked in your favor. That's really what it's all about in part two. And then part three is the five-step process that activates abundance in every area of your life. So, yeah, I just wanted to make it really accessible and easy for people to experience. Okay. Great. So now, so part of this, too, is your abundance journey map as well. Is that correct? And, it's, and so there's also the abundance journey program? Yeah, there's is the abundance correct? journey so, program, which is different. In, in Five Steps to Activate Your Abundance, this is the foundational information that you need okay. to create what you want in your life. In fact, I have a TEDx talk called Abundance is a Choice. And I talk about the two things that determine your abundance. The first one is actually setting an intention. An intention is how you want to feel and what you want to create. So that's a statement of intent. And then Mm -hmm. the second thing that you control is your attention, your focus. And what you want to do once you've set your intention, you want to make sure that you focus everything on the little things that are lining up for you that align with that intention. It's almost like if you've ever um, watched for shooting stars on a dark night, you do have to look in one area of the star field, but then you soften your vision and you open up your peripheral vision so that any little stray bit of light 
grabs your attention and you actually see the shooting star go all the way across the light field. And it's like that with abundance. So when you have this two-part process, set your intention and then focus your attention, that's when everything starts to shift. And the five steps are actually how you focus your attention. So it's intention and attention that makes all the difference. Oh, okay. Great. Okay. So, um, so we'll come back and talk, to, uh, talk about that too, because the five steps for online abundance, you do have that available as a freebie. So we're going to come back and talk about that in just a little bit. So hold that thought for a moment, but let's talk about the, the abundance journey program again for a moment. What happened in your life that gave you the idea to create that program? What was, you know, what was the catalyst for that? It was really interesting. I was working with various coaching clients, and I recognized that there are four different stages they go through. And it's really interesting. It kind of corresponds with um, the growth of knowledge. You always start with uh, you don't know what you don't know, (laughs) right? (laughs) Right, right. and, And then you know you don't know is part two. And then part three is if you follow the system really closely, you can, you can make it happen, but you really have to pay attention and watch where you're putting your feet. And then part four is you're so used to doing it that it's just automatic and effortless for you, and you don't even have to think about it. But as soon as you get to part four where it's effortless and automatic, something hits the fan, and you get to start back at part one all over again. And I realized this is actually an infinity symbol. This is how we are continually leveling up on a spiritual basis. Because it's not like, you know, you work really hard, you get a degree, and hey, presto, you're done. That's not what life is all about. Life is about continual expansion and growth. And it gets easier, especially when you understand the process and what to expect and what to look for. And so with the Abundance Journey, I take people through all four phases and help them understand how to move from one phase to another and all the blessings that are hidden inside each one of those phases so that it's never, oh, no, I'm stuck here. (laughs) It's always glory, hallelujah, I'm here, right? It's it's that yeah, baby energy that is what we want to create all the time, that delight and wonder and curiosity and excitement because the next moment is going to be the biggest blessing ever. Awesome, awesome. You know, I'm going to adopt that phrase, you know, you know, from you. It's like that, yeah, baby energy. I love that. I love that. So, you know, so, so thank you for coining that phrase and bringing that here today because that's, I'm going to be adopting that. It's like, yeah, baby, yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, so, you know, I'm all about education and bringing, you know, bringing our listeners something new, you know, or something different or, you know, things that they can utilize and put in place in their lives. So what are three tips that our listeners um, can put into practice that will help them create more abundance in their lives? Absolutely. The very first thing is acknowledge what's showing up for you. You know, we all have down days. We have times that are really challenging, that are really tough. And you need to take the time to acknowledge how you feel, acknowledge what's showing up for you. Um, You're receiving divine guidance all the time through your emotions. So it's important that you pay attention to the emotions 
and acknowledge them. And one of the things that I love to do is I'll, I'll take a piece of paper and I'll write down on the left side all of the things that I'm feeling and all the things that I'm saying to myself and the questions that I'm asking, especially if I'm kind of in a negative space and I don't feel empowered and I don't feel that, yeah, baby energy right now. So I write that all down, and then I immediately say, thank you, divine. How can it get even better than this? Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that I've realized that I always explain to my clients, when you're in that space, this is actually that golden buzzer moment. If anybody's ever watched America's Got Talent, you know, somebody's on stage and they've done their thing and the judges are kind of talking amongst themselves and that poor contestant is up there just sweating bullets and scratching their head. They don't know what's going to happen next. They're just really anxious and they don't know what's next. But then the golden buzzer gets hit and they get to go to the finals and they've won this shortcut. Well, when you're feeling the most angst and anxiety, it's really helpful when you acknowledge how you feel and realize, wait a minute, this is a golden buzzer moment. These are the seconds before everything opens up and I have a new awareness, a new perspective, a new opportunity. So I don't have to be frightened by this situation. I can celebrate that I'm in this golden buzzer moment. So that's the first thing. The second thing is write down the situation that you're experiencing, especially if you have any resistance around it. Because resistance is actually a sign that there's a growth opportunity here for you. And it helps when you can write it down. Physically take a pen and piece of paper and write it out by hand because you'll connect with your emotions in a deeper way. Your body is getting signals from the divine all the time And physically handwriting information down is one of the easiest ways for you to get guidance. So it's great for you to write down, here's where I'm feeling resistance, and here's what my doubts and fears are. Here's what my worries and concerns are. Now, in part one where you write it down, it's your emotions and all the things that you're struggling with. Part two is the resistance. Why am I resisting this? Do I feel like I'm not good enough? You know, somebody else has more credentials or a best-selling book on New York Times or whatever, right? What, what am I putting on myself that is causing this resistance? And then part three, I love to use something called Ho'oponopono, which is a Hawaiian prayer. It's a four-part that, Hawaiian yes. prayer, and you can say them in whatever order. I usually say, I love you, I'm sorry, Please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Thank you. And the person I'm forgiving is actually myself because I'm the one who put the resistance there. Just like being in the parking lot and having somebody honk at me and making up stories that this was not a blessing for me, I chose the resistance. Why? Because this is a growth opportunity for me. So instead of resisting the growth, I can let go of the fear and the concern around it, and then I can see it from a new perspective. How is this helping me grow? What skills and abilities do I have the opportunity to use right now? Because every single moment is either an opportunity to demonstrate mastery or to acquire mastery. Those are the only two things that are happening for you. 
Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for those tips. So you mentioned on your website that many of us have habits that make it difficult for us to achieve abundance or to live an abundant life. What are some of those habits, and why do we um, why do we do them? Um, and if we know that they're not helpful. Well, you know, one of the biggest challenges I think we all have is that negative self-talk, that little negative voice that's constantly beating you up and tearing you down and telling you that you're ridiculous and you're, you're so silly and who's going to want that and blah, 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 blah. You know, we are so mean to ourselves. And it's interesting because your body is listening to absolutely everything you say, listening yeah. to your thoughts <laughs> and listening to your words. And it really was brought home to me just how powerful words are after I'd had my stroke. Because during my stroke, I felt like I was in this Niagara Falls of love, just this intense, all-encompassing, down-to-the-atom embrace of love and, and delight in who I am, exactly as I am. I've never experienced that kind of incredibly profound love in my life and I came out of the stroke zero damage and I was like oh my gosh I want more of that hold the stroke I I would love to be able to turn on the tap and just soak in that divine love all the time how do I get there from here and all the research I did it all said well you have to allow you have to allow your connection with the divine you have to allow the divine downloads you have to allow get in the space of allowing so i practiced allowing, and yeah, I'd get a download every once in a while, and it felt great, but it was not this all-encompassing Niagara Falls of divine love. And I'm like, yeah, but I want that! <laughs> I agree, I want that! And, and it was interesting, I'd done my meditation, and I was sitting for guidance, and I was a little pissed off, I will confess. And so I, I wrote to the divine, I'm like, why isn't this allowing thing working for me? What? This is just not working. Why isn't this working for me? And I immediately got a download. What is the image that comes to mind when you use the word allow? Now, I never put my stuff on anybody else because no two people have the same relationship with the same words. So take this with a grain of salt. This was my awareness. When I thought of an image, I immediately saw myself behind a door with a chain on the door, and I'm peeking out the door at the divine, and I'm freaking terrified because I don't know what to expect. I can't control the divine. I don't know where this is going. I mean, yeah, it's supposed to be a blessing, but who knows? And suddenly I realized, for me, the word allow is a mind-based word, and it's conditional. I will Mm. allow when. I will allow if. And I thought, wait a minute, that's not the kind of relationship that I want with the divine at all. I want a really loving, open relationship. And I had to think about it. It it did not come to me immediately. I had to think about it for a couple of days. And finally I realized my word is welcoming. I welcome the divine. I welcome blessings. I welcome collaboration with brilliant people like you because everything is there as a blessing for me. I don't have to control it. I don't have to allow it. I can just welcome it in. And if you stop and think about it, just say the word allow, and you'll probably feel yourself contract a little bit. And then say the word welcome, and you feel yourself Mm. open. 
there is energy attached to the words that we use. And we're so unconscious a lot of the time, especially when we're talking to ourselves, that we don't realize that we are undermining ourselves. So one of the things that I always work with my clients on is getting a hold of that negative self-talk. Because yeah. you don't have to beat yourself up. You don't have to undermine yourself. You have an opportunity to empower yourself and love yourself. That's what one of the most fundamental things you're here to learn how to do is how to love yourself. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you for that. So, you know, let's switch gears here a little bit because, you know, I find you a very fascinating person. So let's talk <laughs> a little about you, the person now. Okay, so you mentioned uh, a TEDx talk. Okay, I'm always fascinated by the TED Talks and the TEDx Talks. So what made you want to do a TEDx Talk? You know, you know has that helped you in any way at all? Oh, it has helped me immeasurably. It was one of those deals where I saw a TEDx talk, you know, when they first came out, a TED talk when it first came out. And I was like, yeah. oh, my gosh, I must do that. And I wasn't doing a lot of public speaking at the time, but I just had, it was like instant bucket list. This is going on my bucket list. Yeah. Someday, somehow, some way, I'm going to do a TED talk. It's just going to happen. And um, years later, I was at a networking event, and I met a guy who was a TEDx coach, and he would work with people, explain how the whole TEDx experience works, and that if you wanted to do one-on-one -on -one coaching with him, he would actually help you with your talk and um, help you submit to get access to be a featured speaker for a TEDx event. And I decided yeah. to go ahead and work with him because I had all this information from the divine. Like I said, it was kind of like swallowing Google whole. Right. And then I <laughs> needed to find a way to make this accessible to people. And I knew it was yeah. about abundance. I knew it was about the choices that you have and how you can create the abundance you want. And it was through creating that TEDx talk that I was able to really whittle it down to your intention and your attention are the two foundational pieces that create what you want in your life. And that really opened up a lot of doors for me. So I am doing a lot more public speaking now. Uh, I do a lot of virtual speaking as well. Thank heaven for Zoom and telephones. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, it makes all the difference in the world. And just helping people understand you are the abundance that you're looking for. How ironic. Yes. All right. So, yeah, so I've always found the, the TED Talks and the TEDx talks are very, very fascinating. And um, I recently learned that the difference between them, I think, is that, like, the TEDx is more on the Canada side and the TED Talk is more on the U.S. side. Is that correct? Not exactly. Um, TEDx is actually an offshoot of the TED Talks. If you oh, are, gotcha. You, you have to be specially invited to give a TED Talk, and uh -huh. um, usually it's a professor, that kind of thing. TEDx oh, is... Okay owned by, it's a, it's a um, franchise that people qualify for each year, and then they line up the speakers, and sometimes there's a training program to help you learn how to be effective on stage, and then it's a local event, and so you invite okay. people to come, and, and it's, it's a different kind of experience, because my subject matter, 
there is some research behind it, but not a ton of, um, like a lot of college professors are on the TED stage, and I'm not a college mm-hmm. professor. <laughs> I have a different kind of background. <laughs> so mine was a TEDx talk, yeah. Okay, okay. And so what was the biggest learning experience um, you had speaking on the TEDx stage? Being able to speak in sound bites and help people understand things through stories. People gravitate to stories. And that's one of the reasons why I talked about the parking space and I talked about, you know, my stroke story and I talk about the power of your words because you will remember those stories long after this conversation. You will remember, yeah, "Yeah, baby, because you can feel the energy. You just say it and you feel it, right? And so that kind of tangible physical experience gives you muscle memory that then will percolate into your consciousness, and that's really powerful. So it helped me learn how to speak more in soundbite and story. Okay, awesome, awesome. So what do you see as your strongest skill um, when it comes to helping others? I mean, obviously you like to help others. You've mentioned helping others quite a bit. So obviously you like to help people. So, so what are your strongest skills you feel like um, in helping others? You know, I see abundance. I, you know, I feel like the kid who saw dead people. I see abundance. I see abundance <laughs> all the time. And so it's really easy for me to tap into you exactly where you are and your energy, understand where you want to go, and help you recognize the guidance that you're receiving. I want you to be able to tap into that divine guidance on your own. And so yeah. it's important to me that I help you understand what you're, what you're feeling, acknowledge what you're feeling, appreciate the insights and blessings that are present, and then activate the abundance. So I just get people into this effortless flow with abundance. One of my clients says, I make abundance as easy as breathing. And that was really awesome. my intent. That's yeah. really what it's yeah. all about. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I feel like um, all of us who are helpers and healers, we tend to have our own gift. And, and it's about recognizing our gift and being able to help others with that gift. And I've often said that for me, one of my gifts is that I can see beyond the story that they're telling. So, you know, so very much like you, it's like, I can see the abundance, you know. So, yeah, so that's, you know, that's a great gift. And being able to to others, I think, is an even greater gift because, you know, even if you have the gift, you know, many people don't know how to how to to bring that to others or how to right. utilize that for the benefit of others. You know, it's like you know, right. it's like I'm able to do this and I have this skill set, but what do I do with that? A lot of people don't know how to do that. <laughs> so, yeah, and when you don't see the blessings that are there for you. You're so close to it, you just can't perceive what's present for you. It really helps to be able to get that objective perspective and a different outlook on what's going on. It, it just helps when someone can help you change your vantage point. And all of a sudden, you see all these incredible opportunities and you feel empowered again. Yeah. So, you know, um, in my life and even with my clients, you know, we've all been there. Doubt can be one of the biggest killers 
of dreams and being able to move forward and your abundance and all of that stuff. So was there ever a point in your own journey um, that where you doubted yourself and wanted to give up? And, you know, how did you overcome that doubt? Everyone experiences doubt. Everyone experiences doubt. And one of the things that I know for absolute sure is when you commit to something, the opposite shows up. Um, if you've ever read the book uh, Power Versus Force, that is so powerful. The author explains that when you commit to love and you're going to show up as love, the opposite shows up too because we live in a world of duality. You can't just have one without the other, and it's trying to grab your attention. So here you are, this incredibly beautiful, talented, magnificent being, exactly as you are. You do not have to change a thing, and you are precisely what is needed by the perfect people you can serve. All we ask is that you show up, and then doubt rears its ugly head. To me, doubt has become a sign that the divine is asking me to recommit. It's kind of like what I was talking about, intention and attention. I've got my intention. Mm -hmm. Now, I can put my attention on what is working for me and what is lining up with my intention, or I can let myself be totally distracted by all the gazillions of things that do not match my intention at all. (laughs) And the problem is if I put my attention on the things that don't match my intention That is a downward spiral to absolutely nowhere. So all that's happening is I'm being asked to recommit to focus on everything that is working for me. Focus on what is working, and you create more of what is working. Those doubts and fears are reminders that you are more powerful than you know. It's time to step it up. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so one more question about you. And sometimes I like to put my guests on the spot here because it's, you know, I just like doing it. So what is the the craziest thing you've ever done? (laughs) You know, some people would think it was crazy. It was just crazy fun for me. I have had three different opportunities where I went kayaking in Alaska where we were dropped off with our kayaks and all our camping gear for a week out in the wilderness with the glaciers and the icebergs and the seals and the whales. And it was spectacular and amazing and some of the best experiences I've ever had. You know, a lot of people would think, wow, that's really nuts. I'm sure there's lots of people who think public speaking is nuts and doing a TEDx talk is nuts and writing a book is nuts. But you know what? It's, it's wonderful when you're willing to step out of the norm and out of your yes. traditional comfort zone and realize it's not that bad. It's not that hard. This is not scary, really. Here is this incredible beauty, all this nature, and so few people will ever experience this the way I got to. I just felt so incredibly blessed and so connected with the divine for each one of those kayaking trips. It was really miraculous. Yes. Oh, that sounds fun. That sounds fun, yes. I've um, 
been trying to embrace life a little bit more these days and get out of my own comfort zone. So, you know, so I appreciate that. I haven't done anything as crazy as that quite yet. You know, for me, the craziest thing I've done, yeah, for me, the craziest thing I've done so far is that I took up aerial yoga, you know, so it's like, you know, so I'm trying to learn how to, you know, hang from the silks and, you know, spin around and get tricks wow. and stuff. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, That's really like, cool. You know, it's like, you know, one day I decided, you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a try. And I've been enjoying it immensely. So I do encourage people to do something different, do something fun, step outside of your comfort zone. You know, you may find something else that you're passionate about that you just absolutely love that can just enrich your life, you know. And that's another way to help you get that abundance you seek, you know, when you're just kind of just – let go of all of the fear and all the doubt and all of the blocks that are holding you back when you just start embracing life and everything around you and the opportunities that you do have. So so I appreciate that story, you know. I may try to do something like that at some point. I don't particularly like camping, but I do like the outdoors. So, you know, I may try that. So. <laughs> all right. So, you know, we are all about – you know, free gifts, you know, when we can for the listeners. And I understand that you do have a free gift for everyone that is listening called the Five Steps for Online Abundance. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your free gift and how the listeners can obtain that. Absolutely. There are so many people out there that you can connect with through social media, for example. So I encourage people to go online, and these are five different actions you can take even when it's a total stranger and you don't know who these people are. But when you're willing to reach out and connect with people using these five steps, it opens up relationships and it opens up opportunities that you had no idea were available to you. So that's why it's so incredibly powerful. These are five things that you actually give because when you give them, you receive even more. Awesome. Awesome. And they can get that free gift at the abundancejourney.com uh, 50SA dash. I will drop that link on, um, on my page as well. So, you know, that is um, all we have time for today. Um, Thank you, you know, Elaine, for being on our show today. I really appreciate you taking the time to come and visit with me and give us all of your valuable insight. All of you, be sure to visit Elaine's website at theabundancejourney.com and download her free gift, Five Steps for Online Abundance. You can find all of her links at the livingnaturallyforlife.com backslash radio page. I will drop them there. If you didn't, you know, have time to write it down, you can just go to the page and click on the link. Um, And while you're there, please also check out all of my own resources, including affirmations, meditations, e-books, and freebies. Um, you can sign up for my mailing list while you're there too and have even more resources emailed directly to you each week. Or you can sign up even sign up for a free consultation with me as well. So it's been a pleasure having you here, Elaine. Again, like I said, I'm so happy we were able we were able to finally make this happen because you are a wealth of information, and I love what you're bringing to the world. And thank you. You know, so thank you 
so much for being here with us. And thank you all out there for listening in today. Until next time, in health, this is Michaela Jones, Indy, and you've been listening to Living Naturally with Michaela on News for the Soul Radio. Remember, health and wellness is a journey, not a destination. So live it abundantly. Bye for now. Bye.